All right, good afternoon. Welcome to Closet Talk. I am your host, Ethan. How's your guys' Monday going? Hopefully it's going well for you. It's been, uh, for me, it's been kind of relaxing, actually. Just done a lot of cleaning of all my stuff, just kind of hanging out and enjoying Monday. Um, Decided that my one day off a week from podcasting is going to be Sunday. So, you know, just for just for life balance purposes, right? Why not? Maybe I'm making an excuse. I don't know. Um, yesterday was a pretty good day, actually. I went to sushi with uh, my lady. We went to this sushi place. Uh, they have like a $10 like buffet thing, sushi, whatever. And uh, so, yeah, we're like, all right, let's do that. You know, it's only $10. Why not? That's when you know you're you're aiming for quality. Is when you're when you're gonna eat raw fish for the price of ten bucks, yeah. So we uh, we went we went to the sushi place and you know I had a couple of drinks. It was Easter and we were pulling up to this place and I had to piss so bad. I had to pee so bad, like you know that thing where you're like crossing your legs and you know for guys it's different. We just like grab our junk. And I'm sitting there and I'm like pinching, just hoping to God a little bit doesn't come out, you know. And we get inside the sushi place and we sit down and immediately I'm just like, all right, I got to go to the bathroom. So I freaking beeline it over to the bathroom and there's somebody in the guy's bathroom. It's locked. There's somebody in there. And, uh, you know, I didn't hear anything going on, so I assume, all right, he's going to be in there for a while because it's not number one. So I look, they're, they're private bathrooms, you know, those single bathrooms where you can go in, you can lock the door, and, like, the whole bathroom's yours. Um, so off to the left, um, the girl's bathroom was open, and I was like, yep, I'm going in there. That's, a, that's, that's what I am doing. I am going to relieve myself in the woman's bathroom. And I go in, and it smelled really good, like super good. I I bet you anything it smelled better than what it would have smelled like if I had waited for the men's bathroom. So I went in there, I did my thing, and right as I'm finishing up, I hear somebody like try to come in the door, and I'm like, oh, a woman is trying to get in here. And so I start washing my hands, and I'm hoping... I'm just hoping. I'm like, I hope she's not, like, waiting outside the door. Hopefully she's impatient, you know, like me, and went and sat down so nobody sees me come walking out with my beard on, right, my shorts above my knees and this barrette that's holding my hair back because it's getting so long and just looking, like, really just rocking the unemployed look hard. Um, So... Sure enough, I I open up the door and it's not one woman, it's three, <laughs> it's three, because they come in packs. Remember, that's what they do. The girls always do the oh, you want to be my bathroom buddy thing. I total, I didn't even think about that when I was in the situation. I come out and they give me the dirtiest look, like the like I was the most disgusting human being they'd ever seen. And I was just like, sorry about that. And they still didn't say anything. I just walked past them. I was like, excuse me. And there was this mirror at the end of the hallway that I was walking down to get back to my table. 
and I could just see them behind me, all three of them just, like, staring at me. And then they, like, look into the bathroom like they were scared to go in there. You know, like I had left some goblin in there that was going to start biting their ankles or some shit. Just over-the-top dramatic about it, you know. Dude, we're at sushi for $10. I mean, you really thought you were were coming to, like, a high-class restaurant here where people were going to, you know, wait their turn for their bathroom. No, it's $10 sushi. That bathroom's open. It's private. It's not like I, you know, and I was really respectful of the bathroom, too. I did the whole seat lifting thing, you know, so I wasn't, I wasn't an asshole about it, but they definitely looked at me <laughs> like I was. Um, but it kind of reminded me of uh, today's quote uh, from uh, Jim Carrey, and it reminded me of that, and his quote is, you stop explaining yourself when you realize that people only understand from their level of perception. So in their world, that's why you shouldn't judge people. I'm guilty of it. I do it. I say that a lot, but I'm trying to reinforce it into my subconscious brain. Don't judge, you know. Um, but yeah, they don't They don't know any of the story that preceded me, you know, walking out of that bathroom. They don't know anything about it. But they just kind of took the whole experience at face value, you know, and who knows? Who knows? If they if they actually would have known what had happened that got me into the woman's restroom. Trust me, ladies, the woman's restroom is not my first choice. You know, it granted, it does smell better, but you also have a lot more responsibility to be clean in there. Um, so it, it was just one of those things where, you know what, I'm, I'm just not even going to entertain it. Of course, I saw them come walking back down the hallway. I just ate my food. Just look away, right? Ignore people like that. Don't explain yourself to anybody. You don't have to. Life goes on. And, uh, yeah, so that was uh, that experience, and I just felt like it tied it in, tied into uh, today's um, little quote there. Um, so today I've been, you know, like I said, cleaning up all my stuff, and um, I, I started coming across all of my fishing gear like my flies my dad made these beautiful flies for the uh, fly fishing rod and uh, just this beautiful assortment of bugs and I, I got them out and I'm looking looking through all of them and I'm sorting them and I'm like getting ready to go back out fishing and when I was sorting through these things it brought up a lot of memories from hanging out with my friends in the past when we would go fishing, um, it just reminded me of my friends and like some of the crazy times that we had fishing. Like one time, uh, me, my buddy Ryan, and uh, my my buddy Mikey, we went out to Pyramid Lake out here in Nevada. It's on Indian Reservation, and I don't know why that's important to the story, but I just felt like I should say it. Um, and so we we went out to Pyramid. And we had a great weekend. We were all—all all there was to do was just drink and fish. All responsibilities were taken care of. It was one of those things where you just get to hang out, do whatever you want, and that's the best part, right? Just eat food, drink, and fish, and that's it. Just a real basic guy activity, you know. And we got freaking super bombed that weekend. So bombed. And, uh, 
we had woke up, we had camped there, and when we had woke up in the morning, these people had camped on the beach, like, right down from us, and they were blocking the way to get the car out, and so, but we wanted to move spots, we wanted to go to a different spot up the road, fish in a different area, and camp in a different area, and we just could not get off of the beach because they had blocked us in, so what (laughs) my plan was, was I was going to turn, I owned a little red Kia Sportage at the time of this story, just a real beater of a car, (laughs) and, uh, you know, two of the windows were, the front windows were busted out on it, um, by me not able to, not, by me not being able to throw a rock in the proper direction while I was drinking, um, so that's how those ended up out, completely my fault, but now we're stuck on this beach and we wanted to get down to the next point. And so I was like, okay, well, what if I just like flip a bitch and then we'll go up the mountain on the other side. But to flip a bitch, like you kind of had to drive on the beach and admittedly a little bit into the water. And I was like, okay, if I just go fast, right, I can get this thing flipped around and we'll, we'll be out of here. Easier said than done, and I guarantee you this is not a success story. (laughs) Dude, I tried to flip that thing around. I just drove. It peeled out. But the thing about Pyramid and the beaches out there, it's like, it's not just sand. It's like clay shelf. So driving through the water was the worst thing I could have done because the weight of the car just and it being partially in the water just kicked out all dirt and clay and stuff out from my thing and my car literally was halfway submerged like you like it was coming through the driver's side window you know just literally trying to flip a bitch and this is how catastrophic it turned out to be water's just coming in and out of this thing and it's just sinking and i mean surprisingly the car stayed on like you could hear it sputtering like blub 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 because the tailpipe was underwater and you know just really just polluting the lake not even thinking at all so I turned the car off and we're just like well shit so we started looking up like a towing service or something that's out there but like I said you're on Indian reservation so you're not calling AAA or anything like that like you're calling the little ranger station right up the road and they'll maybe send somebody your way if they feel like it that day. And and we were we were very low on money too. I remember that because we were just like shit. Like if we can't get this car out, how much is it going to cost us? How are we going to get the car out if we don't have enough money? You know, all those uh furrows of worry. So th- like maybe I'd say about an hour or two later, this fucking just half drunk native guy comes up in his big ass truck with this wench and we're just like all we have is 75 dollars that's all we have. he took all of our money he just took it he did it like right, that's good just took whatever money my friend mikey had left at the time took it from him he pulls us out of this thing and tows us up to the road and amazingly my kia is still running and still going we had a pretty good weekend the rest of that weekend. We stayed out of the water. We just stayed on the road. But fast forward a couple of weeks, and same two friends, Mikey and Ryan, 
we decide we're going to go out fishing up uh, in the Truckee River. And keep in mind, I don't have, you know, two windows in the front. Like, the driver's side window's gone and the passenger side window's gone um, in the front seats. And it was kind of cold out. It was actually really cold out because the windows are always down. And it doesn't matter if it's snowing, raining, or shining. The windows are always down. Uh, so we drive out to this spot on the river. And I used to make this stuff called limoncello. And it's basically like a mixture of some alcohol that's been soaking in lemon rinds for a while. And you mix it with like a simple syrup kind of thing. And it makes like a really good, tasty, like lemon head kind of drink. And you can drink this stuff and not know how drunk you're getting until you're extremely drunk. And so we get out to the river. And I wasn't drinking because I was driving. But my friend Mikey and Ryan... They were just like, oh, yeah, we'll start drinking it, burr, burr, burr. And we're out there, and I'm, I'm out there fly fishing and everything. And these guys, they cross the river with the bottle of limoncello. And they're just drinking it and drinking it. And, you know, I already know what's going to happen if they finish that, that bottle that I brought. And they're just drinking it and having a good time. And I'm sitting there fishing, and all of a sudden something hits in the water right in front of me. I look up, and these two assholes are standing on the other side of the river throwing rocks at me as I'm sitting here trying to fish, just being the worst, the worst type of people you could be with on a fishing trip, you know? Because nobody was catching shit. It was already, like, the sun was kind of going down. The fishing trip was just not, you know, it was rough. And so these guys just are just like, fuck it, we're going to mess with Ethan. They start throwing rocks at me from the other side of the river and like I'm trying to dodge these things and still fish wasn't happening I tripped up on my gear and I fell into the water and my fly rod broke and I was so upset I was so irate right I, they just didn't <laughs> once again they just only understood from their level of perception that hey this is fun and hey we have lemoncello and hey, blah, blah, blah. But they took no consideration of what was happening to me on the other side. So I go back up to my car and I get another fishing pole. Unfortunately, it wasn't my fly rod, but I did have an extra spin cast with me. And uh, I, I wanted to keep fishing, right? So both of these guys are still on the other side of the river. And the limoncello is, as predicted, pretty much gone. <laughs> pretty much gone. So I'm sitting there, and I'm fishing on the bank. I'm fishing on the bank, and I look up to where the guys are at. And Ryan, he's standing in there, and he has his waders on, right? But you can tell by the way that he's walking that the limoncello is starting to seep into his motor skills. <laughs> Extremely. And Mikey had crossed the river and come back up on the other side with me uh, by this point. And so we're sitting there and we're watching Ryan, like, fight these... Just completely ignoring the fact that he's walking in whitewater rapids and they are stronger than him and pushing on him. And he's trying to juggle his gear. This was a classic instant karma for what they had just done to me at the beginning of the fishing trip. Because Ryan lost his balance, and immediately, when you're wearing waders, if you don't have them belted off up top, and you're sucked underwater, your waders fill up, and instead of 
keeping you dry, they become now a 200-pound to 300-pound weight pulling you down with the current of the river. So that is exactly what happened to Ryan. His waders filled up, <laughs> and we just see him floating down the river towards us. And I am laughing so hard because I'm just like, that's what you get. That is what you get. The limoncello backfired, right? <laughs> you couldn't hang, and now your waders are full. He, he, there's these clips at the top of your waders where they hang on, and you can push them. So if your waders fill up like that, you can escape out of them and not drown. And uh, so that's what he did. And all of his stuff, his phone, um, just gone in the river gone never to be seen again he's now standing on the side of the on the of the river that i was on uh just in his underwear just a tall red ginger man in tidy whities seriously tidy whities i remember that so vividly just half drunk like could not have looked more homeless at all just drunk as shit on the side of the river, ginger as hell, and no phone, right? <laughs> no phone. And I was just laughing because it doesn't end at that. It also means you're now going to be sitting in my car in about 30 degree weather with both windows down, freezing your ass off all the way back to the house. And it was just such, I mean, you you want to feel bad for your friends when that happens, but fuck them, right? No, you don't. Because especially if they have been picking on you, like, immediately preceding that moment, it was just one of those things where classic, you know, instant karma. I loved it. Hilarious. I miss that guy, Ryan. He now lives out in Washington, I believe. Um... But you see, just, just digging out that gear today um, made me think of all of that. There are so many other stories, so many other stories, like the time my friend Mikey got his face lit on fire, right, because something exploded in the fire that I threw in there, and instead of getting back like everybody else, he leans into it. You know, it just, just dumb shit, just dumb things, you know, that you do with your friends, and it makes for just the perfect camping trip and a story that will last your entire life. Just looking at those flies today, digging them out, just reminded me of all of that stuff. My buddy Ryan actually got me into fly fishing. And, uh, you know, what? it hadn't been the first time or the last time that they, you know, that we all messed with each other out there. Some days, somebody would be more of a dick than the other. I'm not saying I wasn't a dick. I definitely was a lot of the times. Hence, Mikey's face being lit on fire at some point. But, yeah, you know, that's why I just want to encourage you guys. You know, spring is here. It's back upon us. It's warming up. I'm literally feeling my cabin fever shed as I start thinking about all of these stories. And digging out all the stuff. I am so pumped for summer. I am so pumped for spring. So if I was you guys, try to make this summer and this spring just amazing. Get out there and do some stuff that you don't normally do. Spend a lot of time outdoors. That's what I'm going to be doing with my girlfriend. Lots of outdoor stuff. Lots of fishing. Shooting. All that stuff. 
So get out there and do something yourself. Don't don't stress yourself so much about work, you know. Get some projects done and then go and enjoy being out in the woods and just doing nothing and talking to friends. Put your phones away too, for fuck's sake. Stop going out camp. I, you know how many times I go out camping and I see people just walking around on their fucking phone? Like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Talk to the people next to you. Do that. That's what I would recommend. Also, um, I would like you guys to uh, give me some feedback um, if you would like to. I hope you guys uh, enjoy the podcast so far. Um, submit your stories. Have, do you guys have some crazy stories like that with your friends out fishing where they're being dicks and instant karma just struck, you know? Or maybe you used a women's bathroom and you come to find out there's a mob of women that are just looking at you like a freaking pig. Um, submit your stories. Please submit them to Closet Talk with Ethan at gmail.com. Um, you can listen to this podcast on YouTube at Closet Talk with Ethan um, or the Anchor app. I'm also on there. Um, the Anchor app, I get to throw some music in, but not on on YouTube. I can't do that. Um, so please submit your stories, submit questions, whatever, even some constructive criticism or how you feel I could be doing this better. Um, the next podcast that will be coming out, I will be having a video interview with my good friend John Egger, who is in town from Philadelphia. Fantastic stand-up comedian. We're going to ask him some jokes. So if you are asking him some jokes, Jesus Christ. Um, we're going to ask him some questions, so if you have some questions for him, he's been doing comedy oh, going on 20 years now, um, if you have any questions for him or, you know, just whatever, feel free to submit them, um, closettalkwithethan at gmail.com, and I'll get them on the podcast for you guys. I will ask them on the podcast, and you can get a the first live video podcast, I don't know if it's going to be live, but the first video podcast for sure. So, uh, anyways, thanks again, guys, for tuning in. I hope you guys enjoyed these stories today. Happy Monday. And uh, remember, stop explaining yourself when you realize people only understand from their level of perception. Stop explaining yourself. Yeah, that's funny. That is funny. As I sat here and explained a story, right? Right? <laughs> Tried to justify blow my lighting my friend's face on fire. Jesus Christ, dude. All right, yes, thank you for those wise words, Jim Carrey. You stop explaining yourself when you realize people only understand from their level of perception. I hope you guys have enjoyed this, and have a great Monday.